BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Feminism has become something of a dirty word in certain circles. There's even a group called Women Against Feminism. But what are these women really saying when they declare they aren't feminist? What they think they're saying is, I don't hate men, I love men. Hating men and being a feminist are actually not connected at all, not even a little bit. If I could laugh at that last statement believably, I would. It's really tough for me to believe that there aren't a vast amount of man-haters in feminism when the term straight white male is a bad word to them. Now, based on what we see in mainstream media, it seems to me like people have gotten flat-out amnesia for things that just happened a few years ago. So I figured I would refresh people's memories with an old Huffington Post video. This one is from 2015, which to me feels like just yesterday. A video that, by the way, never gets to one of its major points. They made an assertion about women who don't want to be called feminist and what they are really saying. However, during the entire two-minute scripted video, they never told us what women are really saying when they don't want to be called feminists. Are we supposed to think that the Huffington Post is full of intelligent people when they can't even hold a point for two minutes in a scripted video? I want to know what these women are really saying, because it sounds to me like you are making this video to shame them while simultaneously not addressing any of their arguments. That doesn't solve any of the problems that you are claiming to solve. All it does is create radicals. Radicals are people who will do insane things because they believe things that aren't true, and radicals are present in every ideology. One of the ways you can tell you are following a good belief set is they will call out their radicals and try to mitigate their destructive behaviors. However, the Huffington Post, as well as other outlets like them, seem to straight up empower their radicals by gaslighting their followers and pretending that their radicals don't exist. I'll get to the examples, but first, if you like the content you see on this channel, then consider making a donation. One of the best ways to keep your favorite content creators in business is viewer support, so your help is highly appreciated. Links to my PayPal, Patreon, and Subscribestar pages can all be found in the description. And also, don't forget to support me on Alt Tech. You can find the links to my Minds page and BitChute channel in the description as well. So speaking of gaslighting, take a look at this. But what are these women really saying when they declare they aren't feminists? 
What they think they're saying is, I don't think women are better than men. I don't want to put women above men. Really? Feminists don't think that women are better than men? Then why do they keep saying that the future is female because women are better leaders? They've been saying that for more than a decade. This is like someone shouting, hey, the sky is blue. And then Huffington Post says, what are you talking about? The sky is not blue. The claim that these ladies made is literally one of the easiest things to debunk. I guess they forgot about the thousands of mainstream news reports saying that women are smarter than men, women can multitask better, they're healthier. If you spend about 10 seconds Googling, you can easily find fantastic articles like this written by a mainstream news source, The Guardian, called Obama is Right, Women Are Superior to Men, Let Me Count the Ways. The article starts, as a lifelong feminist, then it goes on to say that women are basically better than men at everything, including fixing stuff. Read it for yourself, it's in the description. And don't forget commercials like this, there are tons of these out there. Girls' brains develop faster than boys. They speak before boys do. They read before boys do. Here's the funny part of this commercial that apparently was for a bank? I would have never guessed that. It goes on to talk about how women are oppressed, and at the end, it says this. Girls start off so far ahead, but the system's not designed for women to succeed. Let's create one that is. What a terrible message to tell to children, by the way. This one just wants to do karate, and you are telling her about how she can never succeed because of her gender. Then that last line. Let's create one that is. Okay, how? You said there was a problem, but gave no solutions to it in the commercial. That's like saying the world is unfairly oppressing you and there is nothing you can do about it. An excellent message to tell a seven-year-old. But honestly, if women are so much better than men in every way, how exactly did men trick women into being oppressed? It's statements like these that make me believe you aren't actually being oppressed and you're just a bunch of liars. For example, BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parties, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Feminism is about equality of the sexes. But right now, one sex has a lot more power than the other. Men are not systematically oppressed based on their gender. And that's a fact. But women are. And that's a fact, too. Men are not systematically oppressed based on their gender. And that's a fact. Well, usually facts require evidence to which you guys provide none for any of your claims. Maybe that's because they aren't true. Here are some facts. Men face more prison time for committing the same crime as women. I don't see any feminists fighting for equal representation there. Almost all workplace fatalities are men. 
Men either don't get believed or get laughed at when they say they are being abused by their female partner. Family court is heavily biased against men. Listen, we all have problems. Saying my problems don't count because I am a man is sexist. But okay, I'll humor you. Let's hear what your problems are. So if you believe any of the following, equal pay for equal work, providing education to 62 million girls who don't have access to it. Let me think. How could we possibly give 62 million women access to education? There must be some program out there that does that entirely for free that anyone can access whenever they want. Oh, and sarcasm aside, the Khan Academy was helping me graduate college years before this Huffington Post video came out. The wage gap? I don't even have to tell you how false that is because it turns out that the Huffington Post already made a video debunking it. Is your company looking to maximize their output while cutting back on costs? Why outsource all your production to faraway countries like India, China, and Narnia when we have the cheapest and best workforce right here in the good old U.S. of A? Women. Correct. If you could pay women who work the same hours and are just as qualified as men less money, no one would ever hire men. I will give them credit, though. At least this fake ad was actually funny. That's right. With pink sourcing, women are a bargain at the workplace since you only have to pay them 77 cents on the dollar. Right, Kathy? Wait, what? I make 60 cents. Who are you, Bill Gates? Vicky, I make 55 cents. Who is she, Yeezy? This part where the extras can hear what Kristen Bell is saying actually made me laugh more than once. Much to the displeasure of bad comedians like Amy Schumer, if the joke is good, you can laugh at things you don't agree with, or you can even laugh at things that aren't true. If companies were actually paying women less for the same work, you could sue them into oblivion. And that's been a law for decades. So getting back to the part where they said that they don't want to put women above men, how can you say that and still promote the wage gap? They still do it in 2021. The wage gap isn't a new argument. They've been pulling that crap since at least the 70s. Women don't get paid as much as men because they don't work as many hours and they don't work as many high-risk, high-paying jobs. Which means what you are really saying is that a woman's time is more valuable than a man's, so she should be paid the same as him, even though she doesn't work as many hours. The other issues they brought up were reproductive rights. I don't see that as something where men are oppressing women because vast amounts of women are against abortion. Then they said women CEOs and women in government. Okay, there are already female CEOs and there are already women in government. Instead of more female chief executive officers, how about saying that we need more women to clean septic tanks? There's a gender disparity there, and that's a really well-paid job. So where does this all lead? Well, it leads to two things. As I said before, the first thing it leads to is radicals, which I think is entirely intentional. Look, if you are so unintelligent that you believe a disparity in the median income between men and women across all jobs means that women are being paid less for the exact same work, then you aren't cut out to be a reporter. They want people to be radicals. They want their followers to believe a bunch of ridiculous lies because then they can use those lies to mobilize those people to fight for any cause. They want their followers to proclaim, people are being hurt and we need to do whatever is necessary to protect them. Great. Now we can convince you to do a bunch of evil things that fit our agenda. And by the way, the more we convince you to do evil stuff, 
the more you'll be willing to put up with our evil. To understand how evil and fascistic some of the stuff they are doing in the name of their radical cause is, we have to go back in time a few years. Not that long ago, every time anyone who didn't drink the feminist Kool-Aid tried to speak at a college, every feminist would call up the school administration and tell the staff that the people who were a lot of times just there to promote free speech were presenting dangerous ideas. Free speech is dangerous? Wasn't the left the party of free speech not like 10 years ago? Then, if the college still hosted the speaker they didn't like, they would do this. As much as these radicals like to dupe themselves into thinking that this is a peaceful protest, this is not a peaceful protest. A peaceful protest is when you stand outside of the building, hold signs, and talk to people about why they shouldn't listen to the guy that you are opposing. Then, if the speaker has a portion for open questioning, they can address their grievances about the speaker during that time. You want free dialogue? You want free speech? This is how it works. Someone speaks, you listen. You do not cut them off. You wait until it is your turn. By the way, as far as I'm aware, all the speakers that the SJWs were trying to cancel had time set out in the speech for questions from the audience. Certainly Jordan Peterson did. In fact, if you went to a Ben Shapiro speech and you disagreed with him, you got to go to the front of the line. Why didn't these protesters do that? Because they believe lies and they can't win in an open conversation. So they have to forcefully shut speech down, which is violence. Violence is the initiation of force. You don't have to hit someone to be violent. Going into a panel and screaming at people so their opinions can't be heard is forcefully not letting them speak. Keep in mind that a lot of these speeches were paid events, and these violent protesters were blocking doors so people couldn't get in to get what they paid for, which is effectively stealing. Not to mention, the protesters would post violent threats to the speakers on social media. Steven Crowder has a whole series about that. Also, they were actually violent at this event. You see that? That air quote peaceful protester just blew a loud air horn into his ear and then laughed about it. That's assault. That can cause hearing damage. And you know it's violent because I guarantee you if Jordan Peterson had done the same thing to her, every news headline would have talked about how this innocent protester will never hear again because of the malicious assault from far-right activist Jordan Peterson. What a coward. She only did that because she knew he wouldn't attack her back. But here's the real evil of what these radicals are doing. They want you to respond with violence because it makes them look like the victims. Well, their plans ended up backfiring because the speakers at these events weren't stupid, and instead of fighting, they told everyone to record all the radicals. That made the speakers look good, and it's how a lot of people like Jordan Peterson became famous. This is how you handle these people. Do not use violence. That's what they want, and it will only garner them more support because they have control over the media. Instead, shine a light on how evil they are and kill their public support. That's literally how these radicals got so much power in the first place. They just started baselessly calling everyone evil that they didn't like. Let's use their own tricks against them and show people who the actual villains are. This time, with evidence. You have to do it with evidence, otherwise you will radicalize your own group and create the same problems.
All right, the second thing that this type of propaganda from the Huffington Post promotes is actually something they put right in their own video. Take a look at what this article they showed says. Non-feminist Marianne Cotillard says that we need to fight for women's rights, but I don't want to separate women from men. Sometimes in the word feminism, there is too much separation. The problem with all the lies that companies like Huffington Post spread is that it creates division. Division between the people who believe the lie and the people who don't. The people who believe the lie won't come to the side of truth because they are indoctrinated, and the people who don't believe the lie aren't going to side with people who are easily fooled. It's one thing to have a difference of opinion, but generally people don't like others who believe things that are obviously untrue. The more lies that are believed, the worse the divide gets. This strategy is called divide and conquer. You find a narrative that is controversial, you draw a line in the sand, and you say you are either with us or against us. Anyone who doesn't agree with the narrative, even if they believe other things that you believe, is now considered an enemy. Feminists are so good at dividing people that they will even divide their own team. Take a look at this. Same Huffington Post staff, different video. You might have heard the term white feminism used lately, but what does it mean? Basically, white feminism is feminism that ignores intersectionality. So not all feminists who are white are white feminists. But most white feminists are white because white people just don't have to think about things like race on a daily basis. You can only be a feminist if you believe these exact principles. They want to make sure everyone falls into all the same dogma. Being a white feminist doesn't make you a bad person. It just means you have a lot to learn. Because sometimes as white ladies, we just have to shut the f*** up. Yeah, you aren't a bad person. You are just stupid and need to shut up. Well, that was a very unifying sentiment from Huffington Post. The reality is that if you look at any group who actually does good things, they are full of people who disagree with each other, but they believe in a common goal. Uniformity of thought is a tool of evil. What authoritarians don't want us to realize is that we all agree on most things. Because if we did that, instead of fighting each other, we would work together to fight for the causes that we actually agree on. That's how a real team works. Because diversity of thought makes you stronger. If you only listen to your side, you become philosophically weak. In fact, if you tell me the side of the political spectrum that you are on, and I can accurately predict all of your beliefs, you are not a person, you are an NPC. Real people have complex opinions that don't just follow a narrative straight down the line. Also, if you aren't spending any time engaging with the other side, you aren't spending time finding common ground with a lot of people who could be helping you get what you want. I spend tons of time reading comments, and a lot of the people who I fervently disagree with on certain issues actually want some of the same things I want. Remember the feminists from this Jubilee video? Most of their arguments were just them bullying the other side. However, one of them said that they agreed that women can be violent, and violence towards men from women is a problem. Great. Instead of fighting about everything that we disagree on, let's go solve this problem. That's why segments like Jubilee's Middle Ground and Change My Mind are amazing. The goal isn't to turn people to your side. The goal is to figure out how to get disagreeing parties to have a productive discussion on controversial issues and have them find common ground. The more amazing thing is that these segments are wildly popular. People want these discussions to happen. One last example. 
When I talk about child support and alimony, it's very difficult to get people on the other side to agree that child support is a bad thing. However, with regards to my channel, pretty much nobody in my comment section defends alimony. Great, I might not have you on child support, but we both don't like alimony, so let's work together to get rid of it. Instead of having two bad things, it's much better to just have one bad thing. That's how you solve problems. Learn to get along and work towards common goals. People who disagree with you are a good thing because if they have strong arguments, they will make you stronger even if you don't end up going over to their side. Instead of finding excuses to separate, find excuses to work together. But with that said, I think that's enough for this video. So if you liked it, hit the like button, subscribe if you're new, comment and share. If you would like to support this channel, then you can do so with PayPal, Patreon, or Subscribestar. You can find the links to all of those in the description. Last, if you haven't checked me out on Bitchute or Minds.com, you can also find those links in the description. Otherwise, thanks for watching, and I'll see you in the next video. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.